Before you get into today's podcast, just wanted to let you know that registrations for the NEST for years 1, 2, 3 and 4 are currently open. About 90% of the speakers that you hear on Origin Gate contribute to NEST material. So if you love the Origin Gate podcast, you're going to love the NEST. Join today where we begin to grow and mature as sons of Yahweh. Classes kick off the first week of May 2021. To sign up, go to www.thefoundationnest.com. Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast called Wisdom's Echo. I'm Samantha Mahoney. Today I'm speaking on part two of my series called Generational Inheritance. In the last episode, I looked at the first four days of creation and I'll just do a short recap going into today's session. But last time we spoke about how God said, let there be light and there was light. Then it goes on to say that he separated light from darkness, showing that they were actually one entity and when he spoke, he actually pulled one out of the other. It also went on to say that he took the waters above and he separated them from the waters below, showing again that they were one entity and God actually separated them. What it actually is, is male and female. One is light and darkness. One is male, one is female. Waters above, waters below. One is male, one is female. It then goes on to say, and there was evening and there was morning, showing how God set an order in place of what the day is supposed to look like. How the day starts in the evening where there's darkness. That's when our resting time happens. That's when we go into the mysteries and the secrets. The daytime is about bringing what you had in those hours of rest and bringing them into the light so that the mystery of what you had in your sleep time, in your rest time, can now come out into the light to be revealed. We also see that it says, God saw what he had made and it was good. He said that about every day except day two. And I know I'm keeping you on a thread over here, but it's for a reason. This will be revealed a little bit later on. So we're going to complete Genesis 1 today and have a look at the last two days of creation before he rested. I would suggest that you listen to all of these podcasts in order so that they make sense as we go deeper. I only want to do a very short recap before each new episode and I don't want you to miss out on anything. So enjoy what comes today. Then he goes on creating. God said he didn't create it. He said it. He framed it with his breath. Let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. And so he created great creatures of the sea and every living thing in the water which teems with life and moves about in it according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind. Now he gives them a mandate. So now he's created something. He gives these a mandate and he says, be fruitful and increase in number and fill the water in the seas and let the birds increase on the earth. And again, there was evening and morning and this was the fifth day. Now we come to an important one. Uh, it says, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds and livestock. So we already have stuff teeming in the air. 
in the sea and um, we have vegetation being produced and producing now he's produced living creatures according to their kind livestock creatures that move on the ground wild animals each according to his time to, so it's kind sorry and it was so god made wild animals according to their kind and god saw it was good verse 26 says then god said let us make mankind in our image in our likeness so that they may rule okay i'll stop right there because there's so much in here already hebraic understanding of when god said let us make man in our image when i was a kid i always thought that god was talking to jesus and to the holy spirit saying let us three but when you look at hebraic understanding it is actually God talking to creation. Remember, he's now just created everything except for man up until this point. And he talked to everything that he had created. The light, the darkness, uh, the vegetation, the sun, the, well, the, the greater and the lesser lights, the stars, um, everything that he had created. He's speaking to them and saying, let us make man in our image. Hebraic understanding is that man is a microcosm of a macrocosm. Everything that God has created is somewhere in us. When our, let's just have a look at that next part. It says, in our likeness so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the creatures that move on the ground. Why is that, why are we that microcosm of that macrocosm? Because we're supposed to rule over them. What do you think that ruling looks like? Do you think we're going to, and it could happen, sure, but let me give you a scenario. Do you think we will go and we will um, speak directly to, to plants and to animals and um, to the stars and the cosmos and everything out there? Sure, it could happen. But what about the protocol that God put in place. Let me just let me just share it with you when the Holy Spirit was given. It says, Now go be my witnesses to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. That is our model for ruling and for taking dominion over things. First in Jerusalem. Where is Jerusalem? It's you. It's your family. It's your own life. You know, we want to go out and we want to go and deal with all the things in the cosmos. However, our lives are in a shambles. We have addictions and we have secret sins that nobody knows about. And we have sicknesses and we have our household in disarray. This is our Jerusalem that we're supposed, we're supposed to start taking dominion over. As you start to take dominion over the stuff in your own life, you are already affecting creation because it is part of you. You are made up in the image of those things. Have you looked at your brain? Have you seen how many neurons and pathways and signals are flashing in and out your brain? What does the cosmos look like? What does the Milky Way look like? Um, have you heard of men as trees walking? And trees of righteousness planted by the Lord. Uh, we, if you if you were to take our skin off and look at our nerves and all that, we look like trees. So somewhere in us is all of creation. When we start to learn to take authority over ourselves, over our family, over our Jerusalem, we are already in a small way affecting creation. Why? Because we are quantumly entangled which means when you affect one thing, the other is already affected. 
David von Kuvering was talking in one of his books about um, if if you were to take a space shuttle and put a, a, a bit of DNA in that space shuttle from someone in Pasadena in the lab laboratory and you were to send that space shuttle out and it was to fly out for a few thousand light years away and you were to manipulate something in the laboratory in Pasadena at the same time, that little piece of DNA on the spaceship would be affected because they are quantumly entangled. This is how we can um, hold somebody in our hearts and we can pray for them and there will be a manifestation of that prayer because we're quantumly entangled with them. We're one new man. What happens to you happens to me. What happens to me happens to you because we're one body. It's the same thing about ruling and taking dominion over these things. So let me carry on reading. Verse 27 says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. This is a fascinating scripture right there. Because he actually created one, one man, Adam. When you have a look um, at every time the word man is used in Genesis, up until about Genesis 2 or 3, I think it is, Adam was referring to both being in one body. Now, I'm going to tie it back to what we spoke about in the beginning of Genesis, where God separated the light from the darkness. He separated the waters above from the waters below. Now he makes man with both of them in one body, Adam. Both of them share one. Hebraic understanding is that the male faced forward and the female faced back they had not seen each other they were part of each other um, they were within one another God gives them a mandate too he blesses them and he says be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth and subdue it rule over the fish and he gives them their mandate of ruling I want to show you something over here when he gives them their mandate and I'll prove it to you in a few minutes in the word but if we're made in God's image, God's image and his, his nature and his character is to work, is to produce stuff, is to create stuff. That is the exact same nature that we have, producing and creating stuff. God worked. And we have a mindset um, in our circles of, well, I don't have to work because I'm supposed to just uh, rest in God. Sure, there's a time for rest. However, you were created to multiply, to produce stuff, to be fruitful on the earth. You look like him. God worked, which means we work too. There's also a scripture in the word that says if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. We're created for it. We're created for greatness. So we have certain stuff which, of course, we are grateful for, but we are never really supposed to be content with the with the level of stuff that we have. For instance, when I'm a teenager and all I can think about is if I can just get $100 is going to solve all my problems. However, when you become an adult, $100 is easily obtainable and it's no longer you're not no longer content just to have that hundred dollars. You're always pushed for more, for greater things. And this is what Yahweh has actually placed within us. Be grateful for what you have, of course, but there's always that thing of producing, of um, co-creating, of uh, being fruitful. That's one of your mandates and to rule over some things. Let me carry on reading. 
And God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. And they will be yours for food. There was no animals here. There was no bloodshed right here. It was um, it was the fruit with the seed in it from the from the trees and um, all the seed bearing plants. So can you imagine all the creatures in the sea? We have sharks. We have all sorts of things that eat other fish. However, in the beginning, the original blueprint was not that. It was every seed-bearing plant I give to you for food. It says, and also um, the creatures in the sky and the creatures that move on the ground, everything that has the breath of life in it, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw what he had made said it was good there was evening and there was morning the sixth day okay so we have just completed genesis 1 haven't you enjoyed the mystery that has gone on just in genesis 1 we'll stop there for today and i look forward to joining you next time as we begin to look into genesis 2